to episode two of Unhyped Sales. I'm Peter Nicholson. What we're going to have a look at in this particular episode is we're going to look at the need to understand people, how we can change our mindset. We're going to also have a look at the importance of hiring the right person. And then a little later on too, we're going to enjoy a wonderful scenario very practical in helping us to visualise and see how this can all work. What I'd like to talk about briefly now is the need to take courage. It's been said that courage is not the absence of fear, but being able to face your fears successfully. So what has this got to do with cultivating the sales service mentality? Well, simply put, you'll have to face the me monster either in yourself or in others, and that will take courage. For now, let's assume the me monster is evident in your sales team. How do you go about making the change? Well, at the outset, it was mentioned that weeds grow quickly without nurturing and things of value take time and nurturing. So for positive change to occur, we'll need to approach this carefully. So as with the case with a garden overrun with weeds, you need to recognise or identify the problem before eliminating then you need to create a proper environmental culture so that the weeds won't return or one where they can easily be eliminated. So we'll get into real detail of the sales service mindset in a later episode. But we're going to just talk a bit now about understanding people and how we can implement that sales service mindset. We spoke earlier about the dreaded me monster but what's the remedy? How can this ugly element be controlled or even eliminated? Well, in this podcast, we'll look at some practical ways to accomplish this so we can be our best and contribute to a healthy work environment. Well, to be able to do that, we need to understand people, Paul. Yep, that's right. You need to love people. What does that really mean? Well, interestingly, in the good old English language, there are some limitations for conveying the right idea. For instance, in the Greek language, there are, wait for it, four different words for love, each of which convey exactly the right meaning. For example, they are eros, that's romantic love, storge, family love, philia, I should say, brotherly love, and agape, which is principled love. So why the Greek lesson? Well, in English, we have just the one word for love. But here is the important point. Which of the Greek words for love apply for us to be a successful salesperson? Well, if you picked agape, you'd be correct. Agape comes from the mind. It is defined as a moral or social attitude based on principle, duty, good manners, a genuine interest in others, wanting to do them good with no real wanting necessarily anything in return. So how does that work in practical terms? Well, this is what I refer to as the principled attitude. This principled attitude means you'll be able to engage with people of all sorts of diverse backgrounds, from the amiable right through to the most prickly and difficult individuals. So think about this. In a store environment, a salesperson will come across a diverse range of people. Some people... That come into the store will be easygoing, polite, appreciative, but others may be arrogant, rude, 
even demanding. The salesperson who has the principled attitude will be better able to handle the range of personality types they will interact with each day. They will succeed because they, in principle, respect and dignify all people, irrespective of their age, gender, race, religion or character. So this is a positive mindset so valuable in life and in sales. So how do you do it? How do you change? So how do you actually sort of like people who are rude or arrogant or have some other negative characteristic? The answer lies in applying the principled attitude. It doesn't mean you want to embrace the rude or difficult customer, but the higher principle of affording all humans dignity and respect is the code or mindset chosen. Now, as we mentioned, uh, we're going to talk a bit about now of hire, the importance of hiring the right person. So how important is it to make sure you hire or have the right person for the job? Well, it's pretty important, isn't it? We've probably all had the experience of the teacher, doctor, salesperson who either hated their job or are just not well suited for it. There can be many reasons for that, but for anyone who has a business or sales team to manage, understanding the characteristics of people is critical. This is vital so you can identify and hire the right person. Now, I have a little questionnaire or little aid to interviewing, uh, which I can do in a training module or in coaching. Uh, we're not going to talk about it but uh, in detail here, but it's a useful little uh, questionnaire. Perhaps we, someone could shoot me a line if they'd like to have that. And a little later on in the program, I'm going to go into uh, quite a lot of detail. In fact, it's in a later episode of actually getting the right person for the job. So what I'd like to do now is just discuss this aspect of good, better, best in selling. As we know, customers are far more savvy as to what they want and the price they want to pay. This can be both a good and a bad thing for a number of reasons. Firstly, it's a good thing because you have a qualified customer who's ready to buy. But it can be a bad thing because they may wish to get you to price match or beat an online equivalent product. Perhaps you've experienced that. However, if as a retailer you have products that fit the good, better, best categories and offer good service, you now have an opportunity to give the customer what they want. So what we're going to have a look at now is just a scenario of good, better, best in practice. I saw this model UHF radio online for $50 cheaper than what you have it in store. Can you price match or beat that price? Yes, we do have that model at $200. And where did you see that online? Oh, look, it was right here at racetothebottom.com.au. I can see that is a good price. However, we pride ourselves on service such as warranty, technical support, which is often lacking from an online supplier. Now, this is where the salesperson introduces the good, better, best approach. I know you've been looking at that cheaper, entry-level UHF radio, but have you considered the features of the better UHF? So now the salesperson listens to the customer and explains all of those helpful features. 
Wow, I never thought about that feature on the better UHF radio. I like that feature and it would be useful to me. It is an excellent feature. Also, you get our excellent service and support and we can even arrange an install. Have you got an installer already lined up? No, not yet. That does sound good. You know, I can even do a special install price if you have us install the UHF. Oh, that sounds great. What price can you do? So with that role play scenario, it was obvious that having the product that is better or even the best can help the customer consider a superior option. This also helps the salesperson to guide the customer into a category so as to close the sale. The other benefit of having a product that fits the good, better and best space means you'll capture more customer sales. If a customer does not have a choice in features, brand or price, they're going to go elsewhere. So in a competitive market, it is vital to have the good, better, best product and service offering along with the staff that practice the sales service mindset. Well, that's it for episode two. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can drop into uh, our website on hopesales.com.au, either one. And uh, we look forward to episode three.